So what can you do? What if you receive an unclear, ambiguous, vague message? Unfortunately, what you need to do is to clarify the message. Yes. Now you are responsible to lead the whole interaction towards clarity. If you are the recipient of such a message and you don't want the misunderstanding to continue or maybe grow, I suggest you respond with another question that can clarify the context, the meaning, and the intention. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach. I am devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Nowadays, when we go through our day interacting with others, we're not always doing that in person, not even with the people we live with. More and more, we are communicating with one another using the devices and technology we have available, such as text messaging, direct messaging on social media, or other online messaging apps like WhatsApp, Messenger, Voxer, and others. And while these communication options can be an opportunity to connect with others, they can also create lots of misunderstandings that elicit irritation, annoyance, frustration, awkwardness, confusion, and yes, even conflicts. And if you listen to podcast episode 94 about avoiding misunderstandings, you know about the relationship between misunderstandings and conflicts. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, don't worry. Take notice of episode 94 and check it out after you listen to this episode. Because today, I am going to share some practical tools you need to be aware of before you direct your thumb to send a text or direct message. And Because there are a few things to discuss, this episode is going to be part one. Let's dive in. I've been teaching and coaching people to transform their communication for over a decade. And something that's been catching my attention is that I increasingly hear in my coaching sessions about the misunderstandings and frustration that's created by unclear, ambiguous, and vague communication via text message. So, you know, that kind of message that when you receive it, you immediately go into, huh? What? And you kind of like want to scratch your head a little bit. Yes, the kind of message when you're in the middle of something and a message comes in, And even though it may have perfect syntax and grammar, the message isn't clear. Let me give you an example. You get a text message that says, are you free this coming weekend? When you receive a message like that, the message not only interrupted the flow of what you were doing, but also your mental real state is now taken over by the message. 
and you think about it a lot. Why is that? Because vague, ambiguous, and clear messages are taxing to your brain. And you know a message is taking over your brain when you're spending too much time thinking about how to respond. In this case, it is because your brain is trying to fill in the blank and trying to figure out all that is unsaid in the message. Vague, unclear, and ambiguous messages require you to go through a process of trying to decipher the meaning, the intention, the context. In other words, a message like this puts the responsibility on you, the recipient of the message, to ask for clarity about what's missing, such as what the other person intends, means, or wants. So how do you respond to an unclear, vague, and ambiguous message like, are you free this coming weekend? I see it again and again in my communication coaching sessions. When people are in a communication coaching program with me, we look not only at the verbal communication, but also at the written communication. Because as I said earlier, we are all using the technology available to us to communicate. And so we need to be able to use these tools consciously, mindfully, and skillfully. And more people are seeking my communication coaching services to work on their written communication via text messaging and social media. Now, going back to the question, how do you respond to an unclear, vague, and ambiguous message like, are you free this coming weekend? Well, your response depends on many factors, such as your communication and relational patterns, the kind of relationship you have with a message sender. Is this someone you're close with? Is this someone you see often? Is this someone you know well? Is this someone you work with or someone you work for? As well as other factors like the current condition of the relationship. Are things going well between you? Are you in the middle of a conflict? And the history of the relationship, the kinds of dynamics you and the message sender have co-created over time. And of course, there are other factors that will influence your response, such as the context, the mood you're in, the time of day the message was sent, when you actually read the message, where you are at the moment when you receive the message, etc. And whether you're aware of this or not, when you receive an unclear, ambiguous, and vague message, Your brain is busy trying to come up with a response based on some or all of these factors I just described. And all because of an unclear, ambiguous, or vague one-liner of a text message. So how you respond will vary. When you get the are you free this coming weekend message on your phone? Depending on all these factors, you may think, yay, this person is going to invite me to do something fun. Or perhaps you think, is this person going to ask me for a favor that's hard for me to say no to? Or maybe you think, hmm, does this person want to spend the whole weekend together? Wow, this could be big. 
And because you don't know how to respond, maybe you show the text message to another person and you ask them, what do you make of this message? And well, different people will have different interpretations, such as maybe this person is being curious or flirtatious or controlling or mysterious. And then you're even more unsure about how to respond. However you end up responding, what's important to note here is that in all these cases, when we get an unclear, vague, and ambiguous message such as, are you free this coming weekend? We are most likely going to create a story about it. A client of mine received a message similar to the, are you free this coming weekend? And she had created a narrative in which she was sure the message sender was rejected by other people. And so she asked her what she was doing that weekend because she believed my client was the sender's last option. And that's why the message sender was asking her about this coming weekend on a Thursday evening. In a communication coaching session with a couple, we worked on a message that a partner had sent to the other. And it was something similar to the, are you free this coming weekend? And the recipient of the message immediately made a story that his partner wanted to do something wonderful with him. And then later, he felt disappointed when he found out that what his partner wanted to know was if my client could take care of his dog because the partner was going to be away that weekend for work. When you get such an unclear, ambiguous, and vague text message, the message is open to so many interpretations. You may have all sorts of stories in your mind, and when you respond, your response may be influenced by the narrative you created, which is, by the way, what my clients did and why we were working on these messages in our coaching sessions. One of my clients responded to a message like that with passive aggression, and her response was, did your plans with others fell through? My client, who was very excited to get this message and created a story about spending the whole weekend together, responded with something like, oh, yes, I'd love to hang out with you this weekend. I am completely free for you. When we looked at the text message threads of another client, this client chose to respond with a thumbs up emoji. When my client got a message similar to, are you free this coming weekend? And they responded with a thumbs up emoji. When the message sender got the thumbs up emoji response, they were the ones whose brains got taxed. They thought, does this thumb up emoji means yes, that you are free? Does it mean that you are approving of my message or that you liked that I asked you a question? What does it mean? So as you can see, in all these cases, we had to spend a lot of time untangling the interactions, all because the initial message was unclear, ambiguous, vague. So what can you do? What if you receive 
an unclear, ambiguous, vague message. Unfortunately, what you need to do is to clarify the message. Yes, now you are responsible to lead the whole interaction towards clarity. If you are the recipient of such a message and you don't want the misunderstanding to continue or maybe grow, I suggest you respond with another question that can clarify the context, the meaning, and the intention. And of course, depending on all the other factors that I shared with you before, your clarifying question will vary. Let's look at some examples. You may reply with an open clarifying question such as, why? And just know that if your response is why, then it will be a rather long text thread. You can also respond with a more direct open question such as, what do you have in mind? Or you can ask a yes-no question such as, are you inviting me to hang out? And of course, you can use a combination of a yes-no direct question and an open question that clarifies the whole thing. So that would be something like, what do you have in mind? Are you inviting me to hang out? If so, where and when? But unless you are sure of the context of, are you free this coming weekend? Unless you and the other person have already been talking about something specific like volunteering at the animal shelter during a weekend. So you know the context and you are clear about what the other person is asking you. Then, of course, in that case, a yes or a no can be a skillful response. Especially if you add which day of the week you are free and from what time to what time. Then, you will eliminate the possibility of misunderstandings. Now, I want to offer you a little bonus in this episode today, and that is to not sacrifice clarity for brevity. Yes, if you're trying to be brief and quick in a text message, make sure you're not sacrificing clarity. Because then the whole interaction will be more inefficient and you will need lots of follow-up messages to clarify. Clarity needs a little time. When you send a clear message, you need to be present, which means that you need to be conscious with your communication. So as much as possible, try to take the extra seconds or perhaps a couple of minutes first and send the most conscious and clearest message that can prevent misunderstandings. And to do this, you need to consider six points. Number one, the receiver. Who is the receiver? Is it your friend, your parent, your partner, your kid, your boss, your coworker? Number two, the relationship. What kind of relationship do you have with them? Is it personal, professional, formal, casual, intimate, playful? And what's the condition of your relationship? Are you close to each other? Do you know each other well? Three, the intention. What's your intention with your message? Do you want to connect, appreciate, set a boundary, ask for support, offer help, make plans? 
Four, the goal. What is your goal? To get a yes? To receive support? To get feedback? To get a confirmation or agreement? To know about the recipient's decision? Five, the impact. What's the impact your message will most likely have? How do you want to be received by the other person? Will the other person have to be responsible for clarifying your message? Or is your message showing your thoughtfulness and consideration of the other person's time? And number six, the language. Is your message clear? Does it have clear language that will reduce the number of messages you and the recipient need to exchange to meet your goal? So see, depending on these six points of consideration, instead of sending a text message asking, are you free this coming weekend? It would be so much more clear to start the text message thread with a I just won two tickets for a TED Talk event this Saturday at 5 p.m. at the theater in downtown. Would you like to come with me? Or how about this? My car is in the shop and I need a ride to the mechanic to pick it up this Saturday. Are you available to give me a ride from my home to the car garage on Saturday at around noon? Fingers crossed it works for you. Or how about this one? I know you've been working a lot on this project and Jonah is sick, so we need someone to take over where Jonah left off. Are you available to work for about four hours this weekend? Let me know by 5 p.m. today. And I'll give you one more. I'd love to spend the weekend with you. Are you free for a weekend getaway to your favorite beach town? If so, would you prefer to leave Friday and come back Sunday or to leave on Saturday and return on Monday morning? Can you hear how all these four messages have clear language and they communicate the context, the intention, the goal, and they also take into consideration the recipient and the relationship? Now, if you don't remember all these six points, that's okay. Just consider, though, that if you take a couple more minutes or a few more seconds before you send that text message or before you reply to an unclear message, your communication will not only be more skillful because you'll reduce the amount of guesswork and misunderstanding, but your communication will also be more efficient because you will reduce the number of messages in the thread. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, I talked about what happens when we receive an unclear, ambiguous, and vague text message. I shared with you why these kinds of messages are taxing to the brain. I gave you examples of how we tend to respond to these unclear messages that increase the ambiguity or even lead us to conflicts because our response is based on the narrative we have created in an effort to figure out what the vague, unclear, ambiguous message left unsaid. I also offered you a suggestion to respond to these kind of messages and direct the message thread towards clarity and efficiency. And in the end, I encouraged you to consider six points when you send a text message, and I offered you four clear, 
message examples. I hope this episode helps you be more conscious with your communication and more considerate of your recipients when you respond to or send text messages. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to all my communication coaching clients who are being more clear, more conscious, more efficient, and more considerate with their text messaging. And if you find yourself having awkward, long, and inefficient communication exchanges with others and want my support, go to languagealchemy.com forward slash new client and schedule a coaching consultation with me. Next week, I'm going to talk about part two of text messaging and DMs or direct messaging on social media. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.